There it is. <clears throat> there it is. There it is. All right. All so let me welcome you to another episode of A Conversation with Open Minds. Uh, it's been a little bit since we've done an actual episode, but we have come back together and decided to put something out there in the world. So I will introduce immediately my co-host of the show, Mr. Randall. going on everybody it's summertime it's hot it's just life be life and man it's yeah. crazy out there reminds me in the heat of the night remember everybody was sweaty on that show? <laughs> yeah sweating all every... the time <laughs> yes i feel every day that morning noon and night they were just sweating <clears throat> i know i hope everybody having a good summer fantastic summer what's up yeah i hope everybody is having a good summer i mean like you said it is hot uh, I don't know if it feels hotter than usual. So I just feel yep. like it does get this hot, but anyway, what have you been doing this summer? Anything good? Anything you want to talk about? Man, just um, let me see. We celebrated Juneteenth. You we know, did. that was good. You know, everybody's starting to get on to that. It's like, you know, last year was kind of eh. right. Everybody's like, I don't know. But this year it was like, yeah, everybody was kind of celebrating it. You know, Walmart selling ice cream and mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know, it's, it's yeah, crazy. Trying to but, do something. Uh, it was good. And we did the 4th of July. You know, my family, my, not my immediate family, but my bigger family had a um, 4th of July, Juneteenth celebration. So it was good. Oh, that's you good. You know, fun was had wow. so We're getting ready to hit August. Uh, and, you know, I guess for us over here, some of them schools about to start. I guess it's a little early. Oh, yeah, I think... Oh, it's it's ticking down, man. Let me tell you, it's ticking down. I mean, uh, you know, it's just a lot of going on, man. Cocaine in the White House, you know, for the right? president. Just <laughs> to go to jail. I mean, it's a lot going on, man. I actually thought that was kind of funny that they were talking about a small, a, as they said on the news, it's what it's called a dime bag. Yeah, a dime bag. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. It's like, it's funny because 40 years ago, you have never heard of this type of news reporting coming out of the White House. No. It's just like, it's crazy, man. Uh, it was it's funny crazy. just the way that she said it. She said it's, it was a small white little white bag of white powder that they call a dime bag. Yeah, a little like, bump, a little bump. Like she just learned that today, which maybe <laughs> she did. Who knows? A little pick me up, you know, just a little pick me up. Something you to, know. Get, to get through the next minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's. It's crazy. You know, we got the former president. He just taking documents and just defying the law. It's crazy, man. It's, it's a lot going on. And Well, in his defense, in his defense, which I'm not really defending him, but he said he is the president and those documents are his. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's been a crazy summer for politicians, which is probably going to lead us into kind of what we're talking about today. Absolutely going to lead us into that. What we're going to talk about now, speaking of politicians who seem to think that they can do just about anything and everything that they want to do, we're going to talk about the president of a small place called Florida. And we've talked Mm. about the Florida governor before because, you know, he tends to do things that, I don't know, kind of irks people, I guess, if you want to say that. He likes to do things his way. As a Republican politician stated, He likes to cut off heads and just move on. Mm. So with that being said, we're going to talk about the uh, 
new gun law that has been in effect as of 11 days ago. Mm-hmm. And it is these, he, to basically break it down is what he's done is he's eliminated the need for a permit or a license to conceal carry. Yes. Yeah. And that's pretty much what he's done. I'm not exactly sure why he would have done something like that because I don't see any upside either way of not requiring a permit. Well, because, I have some insight on that, but go ahead. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, because it, it, um, it doesn't make sense. I mean, even in light of what's going on in the world, even with all the mass shootings, and I'm not getting into the mass shooting debate, but even with all of that going on, any type of gun restriction or you know law of sort you would think would somehow want to help that i guess or 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 somehow at least look like you're moving in a direction of trying to do something about that instead you're taking away one of the restrictions that weren't even wasn't even really an issue exactly yeah i guess just because you can so So here's my thing yeah go ahead here's my thing yeah and i totally agree with you i guess it's they don't really have a name for it, so people have been calling it the Santis Law. And it's if you want to look it up, it's HB or House Bill 543. Yep. It's the Constitutional Committee Law. And it was uh, signed into law in Florida April the 3rd, 2023. And basically, the fine points of it, um, you do not have to have a concealed carry license to carry a firearm anymore out in public. It still has to be concealed. And I want to get all the bullet points before we go into the discussion. Um, you, But you still have to legally be able to carry a gun. So you have to pass a background check. You have to do the three-day waiting period still. Um, you have to do all that paperwork. Um, but you don't have to get training because, you know, when you get a concealed weapons license, you have to go through a training class. So you don't have to have a training class and you don't have to have the background check for the concealed weapons carry. Correct. Um, and I was also reading some the other day. It says DeSantis, um, what he's trying to do is the reason why he's going forward with this law is to break down barriers so he, in the future he can eventually get to open carry, which I've been saying this for a year. Oh, since they well, yeah. That's what he really wants, like right. Texas, open carry. You can carry guns in the streets. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have them concealed. That's what he's going at. Basically the wild, wild west. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's the bullet points, and uh, we can discuss the, discuss how we feel now, but I just wanted to get the bullet points out there. Well, yeah, so with that, I also found out that, yes, initially when you're buying a gun, you do have to still go through the background checks, but I think this particular law doesn't really um, affect private sales. So I can still sell you a gun privately um, regardless and I think that's where, the, to me, I think that's where the issue is. I think the issue is more oh, private yeah. sales than it is. Um, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it's what, you know, so your legal sales where all of your, most of your mass shootings, I'll say, the guns were obtained legally. So mm-hmm. that's not the issue. The issue more is private sales and that doesn't even affect it. So I can still get a gun regardless. Doesn't even matter what age I am. <clears throat> um, and the the other thing was if you get pulled over you don't have to show a permit or not you just basically have to have a valid driver's license and just state that you have a concealed weapon yes 
Yes. Know, but that's really all you have to do now. You don't have to, like you said, you have, no training is required, which I think that's the biggest issue is yes. now you're just putting guns out on the street and people can just do whatever they want, shoot however they want, think that they're all badasses because now they can own a gun. And there is no proper training for, you know, operations, safety, all kinds of other stuff. I think that also it's surprising that I haven't heard, or maybe I've missed it. I haven't heard anything from the police unions on this in Florida. You would think that they would be out front like, hey, we need people to be trained if they're going to have weapons. I haven't heard anything. I researched it. I looked. I haven't um, heard anything no either, but I have heard, I know that there were certain um, police chiefs, if you want to call them that, that weren't in favor and actually stated that they wish he would have at least spoken to them before doing something like this. Yeah. Um, but it goes back to, you know, the chopping off heads. He just does whatever he wants to do. It doesn't feel like he has to speak to anybody. But that would have been a good idea. Talk to the police. I mean, because the police aren't really on board with it because now that actually makes their job a little bit harder. And and here's my thing with the whole concealed weapon, because I want people to listen to this, understand this, that I have a concealed weapons permit. I have weapons that I own. So I'm not like, a, you know, sometimes when people hear a discussion like, oh, they just don't like guns anyway. That's not it. Um, Correct. I'm, you know, for people's right to own weapons just responsibly. I want them to own them responsibly. And here's what happens when you take away the concealed weapons permit. Say you have that person that's not too familiar with weapons and they got a gun, let's say, for their protection and they decide to carry it. Well, they don't have any training, so they got in the public and say they're accosted by somebody, they go to draw the gun and shoot. It could be a misfire. It could be a jam. Um, they could drop the gun. They could mess with the gun. You know, any any sort of things could happen. It's like a hundred things I could think of that could happen. You know, you got to know the concealed weapons class tells you when you can shoot somebody, where you, you know what I'm saying, where you can shoot them. All those things are important. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, taking that education away for somebody that, okay, has been around weapons, guns all their lives, okay, they get it. But you, I feel like you still need training for that person that is not too familiar with uh, weapons and they don't play with them every day and they don't go to the range. And, right. you know, you can shoot. You can possibly shoot yourself messing with a gun. You can kill yourself and, on accident. And, and so you say that, and the, the, the other thing, I was just thinking of something, but I think I lost it. But you are correct in that the, there's a lot of people that get guns for specific reasons. Apparently, you don't even have to tell them the reason now you want a gun. You don't even have to say, I need it for self-defense. You can just basically buy the gun for whatever reason you want. But you are correct. Let's say you're getting a gun for self-defense. You know, you've been attacked, you've been beat up, been mugged, something. This is your first time buying a gun it would be recommended that you do get a safety class, you know, do a concealed weapons permit class. You don't have to now, but you're correct. So now you have a person who owns a gun, can shoot the gun, but doesn't really know a lot about it. Doesn't know how to operate it. Doesn't know if it, anything does happen, how to fix it, if they need to fix it. So you basically have a loose cannon, for lack of a better term, no pun intended, out there on the street now holding a gun and can do just about anything they want with no repercussion, feel like there's no repercussion to them <clears throat> because now they can get a gun easily. And 
I guess most of your people that would be getting those guns would be those that don't want to buy them legally anyway. So if all yeah. I need is a Florida, if all I need is a Florida license just to prove that I have this gun and tell you that I have it, it doesn't matter how I got the gun. And I guess I hear, you know, I hear the argument all the time. Well, we're taking rights away from decent citizens that want guns, and the criminals will still continue to get the guns illegally. Crime is always, as long as we have humans on Earth, we're always going to have crime. That's just Correct. what it is. So you're always going to have that element. What we're talking about here is the segment of the population that is getting guns legally. They're getting guns legally, but they need training. Right. I just don't feel like you can rely on people to do the right thing. You can't rely on um, somebody to say, well, you know, I got this gun. I want to carry it concealed. So I'm going to just voluntarily get the training. Right. You can't rely on that. I just think you can't. That's just like saying, we're not going to have people have driver's license. We're just going to, you know, everybody get the days they get taught. We're going to just think they're going to do the right thing. Well, so you bring that up. So think about this then. So you, you have a driver's license. Um, people get them revoked for numerous reasons, DUIs, uh, you know, maybe multiple accidents. Problem is, is you have a license for it and there are rules and the rules in getting all of that, people still break those specific rules, you know, no speeding, you know, turning right on red or not turning right on red, you know, blocking an intersection, whatever it is, there are laws out there for all of this, but people break them. So you are correct. Criminals are going to get guns however they choose to get the gun. That's part of the issue. Mm -hmm. um, the, you know, the responsible citizens are more than likely doing what responsible citizens would do in getting a gun. Why? Because they probably already had the class and granted it was, you know, required, but still, you know, you had the class, you know how to use it. You're safe in using it. And yes, you might want to be the good guy with the gun out there, but the fact is, is you know how to operate it safely. Now you're saying the good guy with the gun is me and I can get a gun legally. And I'm not a, a gun enthusiast by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm not against anybody who wants to own one. That is entirely up to you. Right or no right, it's entirely up to you to want to do that. It's just like operating a car. You know, you want to do it safely. Why do you have to take a driver's test? Exactly. Like putting a 14-year-old behind a car and just say, go drive. So we can ensure that you can do it correctly and that you have a piece of paper that says you've been validated. Exactly. Just fundamentals is all we're really looking at. We're not saying that, you know, you have to be retested every five years. We're just saying, you know, you know how to operate it safely. I, I truly think, though, this is another step towards open carry. I just I feel like I've been saying that for a year now since they started talking about it. Yeah. Yeah, this I'm with you on that. Definitely, that's where he's going. Yeah, they want to. I was going to yeah. say, that was part of the conversation before, I think, was about open carry. Um, so it doesn't surprise me that he's you know taking baby steps and trying to get back in there and basically made that happen in Florida. Exactly. Exactly. I just think that when people listen to this, to just I encourage them to look up the law. It's the House Bill five forty three. Yep. Constitutional carry. Uh, I was approved. I was signing the law on April third, twenty twenty three. Um, and it's just important. I feel like uh, you know, I, this whole regulate deregulate thing. 
I'm at the point now in my life, um, because you have the big Democrat Republican thing. I'm just a point in my life. I look at people as are they good or are they bad? Do they have right. the same morals I have or don't they? What's the underlying meaning of all of this? Anything. I mean, mm-hmm. in anything, you know. Um, and I just see that in this bill, I just don't understand uh where he's going at in as far as what is he trying to accomplish. Right. I mean, it, like I said, other than open carry, it, it really doesn't serve any purpose. Exactly. I, I think he, I think this was just a necessary step yeah. to get open carry. Yeah. So Because you can't jump from concealed weapons straight to open carry. But if he you could, know, he would. Exactly. Sure. So I think the, the logical step is, okay, no concealed weapons permit. Then, okay, now let's jump. Let's do this for a couple of years. Right. Now let's jump to open carry, which I think is very dangerous. Oh, God, yeah. You ain't. I can't. It's, it's, you know, because this other thing we're going to talk about, this other um, topic, I think is very disturbing on several levels. Um, right. Of this. Well, it also leads into, when you think about it, the the person that probably shouldn't own a gun. Exactly. Um, but they do, and maybe they do for other reasons, or maybe, you know, they're just living in the household with guns, um, but they're not the ones that operate them at any given moment, but are now forced to because they're the only one home. Um, and that's just, you know, me speculating, but still, you, you have a person now who has a gun, probably shouldn't operate it, but did. And what we're leading into um, for, for everybody else who's in the conversation with us was the shooting that happened in a uh, Florida, in Ocala. <clears throat> and the story from what I've been reading about that was in this specific neighborhood, kids are playing. And, and, you know, kids play like they do, and, you know, they make a lot of noise and they're all over the place. And apparently these specific kids played in this woman's area and had played in there numerous times. And she had gotten to the point where she had complained so much, like, the police knew who she was because she don't well let's back up let's back up because i wanted to be clear what? because people think that it was in her yard i heard people say it was in her yard it was in a field beside her yard right, right. so it was not on her property yeah well i i guess not specifically on her property i guess i wasn't even saying that but she's just okay. complaining i guess because they're making a lot of noise and she can hear them yes and that bothers her and so she'd always call the police on the kids for whatever it was they were doing the kids weren't doing anything wrong um, there was actually a rumor in one of the articles that stated that at one point she had thrown some skates at the kids or something like that because she was, they were bothering her so bad. Yeah, well, I heard. I saw that too. Yeah, well, this specific day, um, apparently, the she had done she had done said something to the kids. Apparently, he didn't even call the kids slaves at some points, but she had done something that day. The kids were playing, and she did something to one of the kids, as far as I remember. I don't exactly remember what. She threw a skate. What what happened is that, was is that the skate that she threw? Yeah, they were playing in the field beside her house. And yeah. uh I wanna say um maybe like a skate or something. I don't know. Yeah, they said it was a skate. Vague, the story is vague. Is he say I'm yeah. reading the story? Apparently she threw whatever the item was, skate, skateboard, back at the nine year old. Because the nine year old and a twelve year old. Yeah. So she threw it back at the nine year old. The skateboard or skate hits the nine-year-old. 
Um, I want to get it correct. Yeah. Yeah, the it's nine. The nine year old. Yeah. And uh, the twelve year old goes up to the door. So it's the nine and the twelve year. The twelve year old goes up to the door. Mm-hmm. She opens the door, and this is straight from the news. When he knocked on the door, I guess you know somebody hit his brother. He's like, "Hey, what's what's going on?" or whatever. When she opens the door because he knocked on it, she swings the umbrella at him. Mm. Yes, either hits him or almost hits him. Anyway, right. They both go home. They tell their mom. The mom goes back over with the nine-year-old to confront the lady. Knocks on the door. Correct. This is late from the news. Correct. Um. The mother's knocking on the door, telling the woman to come outside. Mm-hmm. Um, but no one, and the woman shoots through the door, hits the woman in the chest, mm-hmm. and she dies in front of her. Not she falls in front of her nine-year-old son, and then her twelve-year-old son comes over and tries to do CPR on her. Right. Apparently, his nine-year-old was standing right next to her when it happened, so he yeah. also possibly could have got hit too. Good exactly. thing that he didn't. Um, so yeah, so that's pretty much that part of the story. I was reading a, from her side of the story and that she specifically said this, and I'm going to quote, she said, I didn't know what to do. I grabbed my gun and I shot at the door because I thought she was going to kill me. Yes. She's knocking mm-hmm. at the door. Now, granted, the woman could have been screaming, could have been upset because of what she did. Apparently them two have a history anyway. Um, but still, I mean, you know, you, you could talk through the door if you want to, or go to a window if you really didn't want to open the door. Or say, hey, I have a gun, I will shoot you. Exactly. I mean, there's a lot of things you could have said before yes. literally picking up the gun and shooting because you think the person is going to kill you. But obviously right there, she says it, I didn't know what to do, so I grabbed the gun and I shot at the door. That's not something you should do if you exactly know anything about gun safety operation. There you go. There you shooting, go. Shooting through a door and you don't know who or what's on the other side. She assumed it was just the mom. Mm-hmm. It could have been the neighborhood kid standing behind the mom too. Mm-hmm. And any one of them could have got hit. Any one of them. But that that's kind of where this, you know, HB 543, like, why would you do this when you're not helping a situation that has already transpired a few months beforehand? A woman that shouldn't operate a gun operates a gun and kills somebody. And I want to stay on topic because the whole incident reeks of Trayvon Martin. Yeah. Um, I'm scared. It's just a whole bunch of stuff I could say about just the whole how society shapes it up. Right. Um, but I want to stay on the gun control and control weapon side of it. Um, yeah, I, I'm with you, KT. If if she understands the class, the concealed weapon class, they would mm-hmm. teach her and let her know when she can and cannot shoot somebody. Right. That's in and, the class. And, and, you know, like I said, you want to stay on topic. I totally get that. But part of that that bothers me also with that is they're, get, they're getting it for manslaughter. Yes. That bothers me because she knew what she was doing. Exactly. Whether she was afraid or not, whether you consider it to be self-defense or not, she shot up the door knowing the woman was there. Well, they already struck down self-defense. That's why she got charged. But the charges are manslaughter with a firearm, culpable yeah. negligence, battery, two counts with assault. Um, and 
I don't want to stray too far off topic, but no, what's happening? What's happening here is two things. One, the prosecutor, everybody has learned from Trayvon Martin. Yeah. Because they know that what's going to happen in the case is they're going to trot out this black woman. They're going to make her hyper aggressive. They're going to make her into the villain. Right. If we go after, we go for murder one. Everybody learn, all prosecutors learn. I guarantee you they study that case in in law. They had to. Trayvon Martin case, they study it. They're going to trot this lady out there. Uh, She was bad. She was screaming. This poor, you know, white lady felt threatened. She felt, you notice she said, I was scared for my life. That's the first thing out of her mouth. Correct. Correct. Almost like it was out of a playbook, which I don't want to get too far out of it. But that's why I say as people of color, we have to understand the law and we have to do things in steps, almost robotically. Yeah. In order to save ourselves when we're dealing with uh, authorities and we're dealing with other people. Yeah. I'll go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm listening to you, man. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. With that, um, that's why I think they went for manslaughter because it's something that they can prove more easily. Yeah. I think when you're dealing with murder, um, what happened? And even I don't know if you guys, if you're listening, go and I can't think of the lawyer's name. He's from this area that represented George Zimmerman. After the case was done, like months later, he had an interview where he talked about. He's like. I fully thought George Simmons was guilty, but the loopholes in the case. Right. You know, he found them and he was able to exploit them. And he had to do, he had to use race. He had to use background. He had to use all of that. He knew that. I can't think of his name, but it was an interview he did. I want to say it was with CNN. I can't remember. But he was talking about the case. I think that prosecutors are learning that um, going for manslaughter is easier to prove. It's mm-hmm. easier on the state, and you know the stakes are not as high, so that's why they went for that. Here's what I'll say though about the woman. Um, she had ten things she could have done. Oh yeah. Before she fired that gun, but like you say, history was there, mm-hmm. so they already probably didn't like each other. She probably already didn't like the kids. Right. Right. Um, who knows if words were exchanged? Who knows? You know, but I noticed something that in this society that we have now, everybody takes two guns. Guns, if you take the class, the concealed weapon class, it teaches you the last resort is pulling your gun and firing. That's the last resort. Should be the last resort, yes. Not the first resort, it's the last resort. Yeah. But when you don't take these classes, or who knows, she might have taken the classes. Right. When you don't take them seriously, when you don't do your homework you'll get in these situations. Um, yeah. I think race played a part in it. I think... Um, oh, I, I think it played a, a big of, part in their history. Yes. Is That was it. I mean, it, 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 you could almost say it was going to lead up to something like this, but yes. I think the whole thing was a race issue between the both of them. And knowing the area and knowing that area, I'm pretty, I'm like 99.9% sure that race played a huge part in that area. And in, in this case, I know because I know the area very well. Um, very, very well. Um now, speaking of the mother, I think if I was her, first of all, what I would have done, I would have called the police mm-hmm. off the bat. 
somebody assaulted my child, I need you out here. So the police are coming. If I was the mother that got shot. Secondly, eat, well, secondly, I would have not have gone to her door. I would right. have done that. Thirdly, if I've gone, if I would have gone to her door, I would have stepped back. I always do this: step back at least ten paces, mm. and not be right in front of her door. And that's just because of just being in different incidents and you know scenes or whatever. Right. I would have done that. It's funny you um, say that because I do that anyway. Yeah, and thirdly, and fourthly, I wouldn't have brought my kid. No, I would have told him to step back. I would. I wouldn't even brought it. I would have said, "Stay home." Well, they may have been outside when it happened, but I would have told them just to stay out of the way. I will go and deal with this. Yeah, yeah. And uh, when the police got there, then I could have done something. So I think that she could have done that, but she still didn't deserve to get shot and lose her life. She didn't. I mean, like you said, this is a this is a neighborhood squabble, basically, is really what it is that could have just been dealt with. Um, the old woman who was uh, 78 or 58 or something like that, she could have, like you said, done numerous other things. I get mm -hmm. it that she's probably completely irritated and feels that the kids are harassing her and badgering her and bothering her. Part of it could be her own fault because, you know, she constantly keeps telling them to stop doing something that she doesn't like, where it may not be officially affecting her. It's just mm -hmm. something she doesn't like. Mm -hmm. You know, it might not be anything in anywhere near or on her property, it might just be the noise. She hates the noise of screaming kids playing outside and she wants them to stop. Mm -hmm. And it's like, wouldn't you rather them be screaming out there playing than doing something else? At least Which is you know not where they are. No, it's not, but you know where they wow. are. You know the kids aren't doing anything. They're just out there playing. So she could have, she could have done anything. And, and the I, gun I class, the gun class may or may not have taught you that. I mean, you know, even people that have taken a gun class sometimes, you know, lose their mind. Um, yes, it, that comes down to now, you know, and to me, not mental health. It comes down to you as a person. Yes, you own a gun. You know those responsibilities. You know your temper. You know your your how you deal with things, and you should be the one to take that responsibility of doing the good, the right thing or the wrong thing, whether that be not pulling out the gun and walking away, whether that be having an argument and then walking away, whatever it is, you know, you have to be the responsible one to not do that and not use the gun as the crutch to get you out of whatever you got yourself into. Yes. Yes. Me, um, and I just think the parallels uh, and the Zimmerman case is that he was already in the situation which he put himself in that situation and in this case the lady put herself in the situation by first of all throwing stuff at the kid and hitting the kids Right. she escalated the situation she could have called the mom she could have called the police which to me is not even a police issue because I could see if the kids were vandalizing their property if they were right. on her property if they were basically it comes down to they were annoying her right and they were annoying her because she already had issues with the mom correct that's what it came down to just like in the in the Zimmerman case um Trayvon was not doing anything he was just walking correct and then when Zimmerman accosted him mm -hmm. and stopped him he was like hey why are you stopping me I'm going to my dad's house 
Zimmerman initiated that. And then, and then once you initiate it and then pull out a gun and shoot somebody and say self-defense, you know, that's where people took issue to it. Right. Well, but I, I mean, he was specifically told not to approach. Exactly. He was told exactly. to stay away, just observe, don't do anything. But he didn't. He approached because he thought the person was doing something wrong. Exactly. And that came, that came to a race issue. Yeah. Because, you so, know... Yeah. So, so you, you, there's the issue right there is, is one, not a mental health issue. He put himself in a position and, and as I like to say, you know, part of my language, but he was getting his ass beat. Probably yes. what it was. He started a fight, was getting his ass beat. So now he's like, well, I can just shoot. You yes. can, but responsibly, you should not have put yourself in the position in the first place. Yes. Very true. Very true. I agree with that. I agree with that. So anyway. in all, I think that uh, a lot of lessons the prosecution learned. That's why they went for manslaughter in this case. I mean, it's to be continued because yeah. it hasn't gone to trial yet. I think Correct. everybody in the country learned from that Trayvon Martin case of of how far to reach when charging somebody. Right. You know. So right. We'll see what happens. We we'll will. see what happens. We will. And uh, so, with that being said, we'll take a short break and we'll come back with something a little bit lighter. Okay, there it is. We are back. Wanted to wrap this one up real quick. Talk about a few things on a little bit much of a lighter level. One thing I wanted to talk about um, with you is if anybody hasn't seen the movie, uh, animated movie at best, is uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Yes. I thought that movie was incredible. Great story. Um, You do have to watch the first one um, because this is going to be part of a a trilogy, so you do have to watch the first one um, called Into the Spider-Verse. But for those people that do love animated movies or may not and haven't really seen one, this one I definitely recommend you seeing both of them because it is actually a very, very good story. A very good story. Second one is the one that blew it out of the way for me, though. It was like, mm-hmm. wow. I like I like the first one, but the second one definitely was a step up. Yeah, it really was yeah. the meat and potatoes of the story. Yeah, the um, cinematography, the the music, yeah, the story, the voice actors were on point. Yeah, it was great. Um, just a lot about it. Um, the the drawing, the way they visually placed the story together, I thought was great. Excellent. It, it is one of the few that I have said where, uh, for me, every scene had to be there. Yes. Usually you can watch one and take a few scenes out and go, yeah, they didn't really need to do this one or this one. And this specific one to me, every scene had to be a part of the story. It was very important. To make up the story. Yes. Yep. Couldn't miss one out. And And I'm glad they're ending it with the the third and final part because you don't want it to get dry. Right. Exactly. You want to tell the story and be done. Exactly. Um, Yeah. And I like how they, I won't give it away. They incorporated a lot of stuff in there that, they can use in the future, you know. But yeah. Oh yeah, definitely that. It yeah. was uh yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Anyway, just wanted to throw that out there. So if anybody you want to take my recommendation, because I don't like to throw them out there too often, but Spider-Man Across Spider-Verse is a movie to go see. 
I did like also that um in this one it was in the first one, well, if you haven't watched the first one, you won't know what I'm talking about. In the first right. one, it was more about Miles Morales, which is a star character, because it had to set up a lot. Yes, it did. In this one, it's more about um, how can I put it without giving it away? It was more about the sense of being Spider-Man. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what does that actually mean? Yes, you, you are know? correct. Yeah, yeah, the first one was definitely an introduction to his character, what he's all mm-hmm. about, and what he's getting into. And now you guess it is more the awareness of who you are now. Yes. And what you and actually what you mean. Yeah, what you stand exactly. for. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it just had a lot of different elements in it that I liked. I definitely yeah. liked. But anyway, great movie. Yeah. So, um, anyway, last part of our beautiful show today, I looked up a few things for our beautiful segment that we like to call Florida Man. Florida Man. Which actually is a movie, and I, I tried to watch it, but I couldn't. It started. Yeah, out. I saw it. I was like, uh-uh, I can't I, do it. I did. I tried. I thought, maybe it's funny. But in the, the opening, I got probably 10 minutes in and went, this is dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> so I, uh-uh. I just stopped. I, was like, I, I saw it, too. It. I was like, no. Nah. I'd do it. Uh, anyway. But anyway, I, I saw the... This headline that said the top nine greatest Florida man headlines of all time. Mm, go ahead. To me, not all of them are great, but the first one was <laughs> got my attention. I guess this happened back in 2016, where this gentleman, I guess, um, I'm not even sure why he did. Doesn't he say why he did it? But apparently, he picked up a juvenile alligator, as they call it. He proceeded to drive to a Wendy's drive-thru and throw it in the window. Yeah, that don't make no sense. That doesn't. That's no sense at all. I mean, stupid mm-hmm. prank. I'm not even sure it's even considered a prank. Like, okay, so you threw a gator through a window and everybody's going to freak out. He probably okay. thought it was funny, but he got arrested. Yes, he did, because he's an idiot. Oh, yeah, I guarantee he got arrested. Give me another one. Uh, another one says a Florida cop claims Burger King put dirt on his food. No, I can see that happening. <laughs> I can totally see that happening. I'm sure that happens more than we know. I'm sure it does. Yeah, yeah I'm sure that happens way more. Uh, he said that the uh, Burger employees put a gritty substance on his burger. But as a serious investigation... It might be that charcoal. Serious investigation took place and it was revealed it was just seasoning. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I could make a joke there, but I'm not going to. There are so many jokes there. I know, man. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not doing that. Uh, Another one. Inmate insists syringes pulled from his rectum aren't his. What? (laughs) Yeah, apparently. Apparently this inmate had three syringes pulled from his rectum. Wow. After repeated questioning, he kept saying that they weren't his. First of all, if they not yours, how did they get up there? There, there are many questions, and that is Secondly, the first one. Why are they up there? Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he apparently he was only arrested for marijuana possession. Mm. So, unless you're trying to smuggle more through syringes, which I could see why, because you know bags usually burst, but syringes aren't comfortable like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, mm. anyway. They're not mine. Mm. 
I can see some. Ah, they, they get up there. That's not mine. Yeah. But it's in you, though. That, exactly. Would you pass <laughs> out and just woke up? Syringes in your butt. This, this is what cracked me up, though. Florida man tries to evade arrest by cartwheeling away from the cops. <laughs> <laughs> I could just yeah. picture that. I You're know. not going to take me alive. It just starts doing no, cartwheels. As he's getting tased. Yeah, exactly. It's stupid. As he's getting tased, for real. Yeah, and this yeah. last one I'll say, uh, let me look at it really quickly. Uh, I got two. I'll leave it at that after this last two. Florida man calls 911 because he needs to ride to Hooters. Mm-hmm. I can see that happening. Yeah. So silly. So silly. <laughs> hey, man, you got to get to the Hooters. You got to go. You got to go. Apparently, he was needed to ride to the restaurant, he said, to help his sick grandmother. <laughs> but when when uh, apparently he was rested and they found out, there was nothing wrong with her. Exactly. Yeah, stupid ass. And this last one I looked at is a Florida man posing as a an officer pulls over an off-duty sheriff's deputy. Mm. Yeah. He's going so. to jail. <laughs> Yeah, like really, the one thing, the one person you probably shouldn't pull over is the one person you pulled over. So, what you got, man? Anything? Well, my Florida man, I was just thinking about it and I said, you know what? I don't really have one. <laughs> but <laughs> I started thinking about it. I said, I'll just give it to Donald J. Trump, man. This man, <laughs> he could be it every day. I, and I'm not. Bragging the on that award, the stuff he says, and he just like says it, and it's like, yeah, I can get away with that because I'm me, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But absolutely, he he made that man. clear when he ran for president. Yeah, that's how good it is to be rich. Yeah, he can yeah. say and do whatever he wants because look who he is. I gotta give it to him. So that's I don't even have a joke for it. I just gotta give oh, it to him. Well, Lord, let me tell you, he said this. He said one thing he said um about the documents. He said that not only the documents are his, he the presidential documents are their mine, so he could take them wherever he wants, but he also made a statement about um he can declassify them with just a thought. That's right. <laughs> he said and that with can just... that we're gonna end. <laughs> <laughs> He said, I yes. can think about it and just classify <laughs> just like that. I was like, oh my goodness. And we put him in the We put that guy oh, in office. Man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So anyway, we hope you enjoyed this episode that we put out there for today. Uh, I hope it wasn't too depressing, but just information that we actually just wanted to get out because, you know, honestly, we were, we had questions yes, about all of that. I mean, we have questions and and concerns and then once again you know if you have questions or concerns feel free to let us know however you can get a hold of us through facebook or, or however you want to message us send us a message let us know we'd love to hear from you and, and hear your thoughts and so i would like to say thank you for listening to us wherever you see us don't forget to like and subscribe and always 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 remember to have a conversation with an open mind yes sir but uh